On today's Winning Cures Everything, we are looking at week 10 of the college football slate. We're going over the biggest brands, who's going to get the highest ratings, the most interesting storylines to watch for the week, the most exciting games, the underdogs that can win outright, etc. Where's game day going for week 11? we got a lot to dive into along with midweek picks. So let's not waste time. Let's get to this thing. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Football. I've been watching it for 40 years. Are you kidding me? You're listening to Winning Cures Everything. Game day, baby. Wake up or get out. Here's your host. A confident young man. A superb athlete. Gary Seegers. All right. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is the Monday, October 30th, day before Halloween edition of the show. I'm your host, Gary Seegers. Of course, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GaryWCE. I am on Twitter at Winning Cures. And, uh, and yeah, if you want to support the show, man, I got an itch. I'm telling you, let's start off with this. Allergies driving me crazy. The weather change, all that in Memphis. It's going to be 27 degrees tomorrow night. It was 80 over the weekend. Memphis weather, right? I mean, it's just mayhem. Just mayhem. Uh, I'm dealing with a boy that's got strep. So, so you guys, uh, do me a favor and uh, forgive me for being late today, uh, along with what I'm going to look like on the show tomorrow. I'd, I'd imagine it's going to look like I have not slept in weeks, uh, when truth is, I've slept pretty good. I've, I've, the baby's done okay. It's just been a little hectic around here. So if you want to support the show, you can sign up for the membership on YouTube. We are going to do some member stuff in November. That's the plan. Uh, if you just want to you know, grab my projections or whatever for the week using full year uh, numbers, you can do that. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash winning cures. That's the easiest way to do that. If you want to follow my plays each week, uh, Telegram is the easiest way to do that. You can follow me there at GaryWCE or uh, just type it into your phone browser, t.me slash GaryWCE. That is the easiest way to get to that. Three Dog Thursday is here every Thursday. Check out TJ and his cast of uh, guests that he has on every single week. Uh, that's a that's a fantastic show. I love that show. So make sure and support it. We would certainly appreciate that. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, yes. The BetUS College Football Show every Tuesday, every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's always a lot of fun. And this week, I'm looking at the list. I mean, we got a ton of games that we're hitting over there. So do me a favor and make sure that you check out the show. That's right. Share it out with your friends. Come and join the show live. Be a part of the chat. 
all that good stuff. Now, let's get to it. Let's get to what's going on. The biggest brand games of the week. That is, who is going to get the highest ratings? I know some of you guys care about this. Some of you really don't. But who is going to get the biggest TV ratings? I think LSU-Bama. It's on CBS. It's a primetime game. I think that's the game that's going to get the most viewers this weekend. But there are some other fascinating games, right? Kansas State at Texas. That one's big noon kick on Fox. That's going to do a monster number because I expect that game to be pretty close throughout. Uh, Is Texas going to take a second loss? That's a massive, massive spot, especially considering they're playing their backup quarterback, Malik Murphy. So Quinn Ewer's not going to be in on that one. Uh, Missouri and Georgia. Missouri, only one loss on the season. Now, the spread on this is like 16, right? Is it going to be a tight game? We'll see. Uh, Brady Cook has had some success going against the type of defense uh, or the defensive scheme that Georgia runs. However, none of the teams that Missouri has played against have had the talent that Georgia's got. So... That's another one that I think could do monster numbers. It is the afternoon game on CBS. That one always does big numbers anyway, but especially when you put in Georgia in a potential spot where they could lose, right? Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. This one's a lot of fun for the diehard football fans. It's never been a big draw outside of really Oklahoma and, and the diehards, right? We enjoy watching it because we love college football. But when you just have random people, you know, turn on that game, they might stick around because Oklahoma's on. They might notice the Oklahoma State logo with the cowboy and everything. But for the most part, it never does like a monster number. I think this game's going to be tight. I think it's going to do good numbers. But going opposite of Missouri, Georgia, who knows? Who knows, right? So I, I do think that's going to do big numbers. And Washington at USC. Now, that one's going opposite of LSU-Alabama. LSU-Bama, much bigger brands, at least recently. Uh, USC is a monster brand. Okay, so let, let's not get that twisted. Washington, also monster brand. But how many football eyes is that game bringing in compared to LSU-Bama? Uh, we shall see. We shall see. But Washington-USC, I think, is going to do a, a huge number as well. The most interesting storylines to watch this week. Uh, I brought it up, the last edition of Bedlam. I think there's going to be a, a good number of people watching this just to see what are we missing out on thanks to conference realignment. Because I, I don't know that they're going to reschedule this game. We figured at some point down the road, Texas A&M and Texas were going to play again, and it took both of them joining the SEC to get that matchup. The two schools were perfectly content with blaming each other as to why the game was not going to be played. Uh, This situation, these two do not like each other. Oklahoma State, I think, is going to be livid about this, uh, or they already are. So, yeah, that one's going to be crazy. Uh, The Bama revenge spot against LSU. Another massive storyline here. Uh, Look, Alabama very rarely loses to the same team two years in a row. He's got a real, real spot to be able to do it this go-round, right? Brian Kelly has got quite the team. Now, the defensive improvements that we have seen from LSU, is that just due to competition? Because Auburn's offense is uh, horrible, and Army's offense, because of the guys that they're missing on, like, injured reserve, whatever you want to call it. They're injured guys. Like, is this just a, a fake? 
is LSU going to be able to do um, whatever they want against Alabama's defense? Is LSU's defense going to be able to stop Alabama's offense? It's going to be nuts. This is for the SEC West. It doesn't get any bigger. Uh, Lane against Jimbo. Ole Miss, Texas A&M. That's an 11 a.m. Central Time, God's Time Zone game on ESPN. And that's always fun because Lane went in hard after Jimbo last year. And then after the game was calling him a clown and everything. I mean, it's just a, it's a mess. It toss on the fact that, hey, if Jimbo doesn't get some wins, like this could all spiral completely out of control and he could be out of a job. Now, he'll be perfectly fine. He's going to collect his $77 million. But you don't think Lane Kiffin's going to laugh at that? And then Lane Kiffin might go take his job. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, Thursday night, big storyline, South Alabama and Troy, excuse me. That's uh, Sunbelt West competition and probably for that division. Although South Alabama just, they're 4-4. and I mean, they've just, the turnovers this year have just, been awful for that team. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Um, and now, of course, the quarterback, Carter Bradley's hurt, so we'll see what happens there. Another storyline, uh, Clemson's demise going up against Notre Dame this weekend. If they lose to Notre Dame, they will be 4-5, and five, a losing record in November for the Clemson Tigers. They still got to play North Carolina and South Carolina. Yikes. I mean, this is this is not good. This is not good. Uh, and then finally, uh, let's see. Oh, I want to watch Malik Murphy against Kansas State. I want to see what this Texas offense looks like. That's another big storyline. Uh, moving ahead. Moving ahead. We're, we're on a time budget today, so we got to get this thing rolling. The most exciting games or the closest score, I only put a few on here because if you are just a casual football fan, these are the games that you're really going to be interested in. LSU-Bama, that's a super close, exciting kind of game, right? Uh, Bedlam at 2.30, super close, exciting, tight game. Uh, Washington-USC, yeah, a lot of points. Uh, Former Heisman Trophy winner going up against a potential Heisman Trophy winner. That's a pretty big one. And then Kansas State and Texas. I think that one's going to be... You know, a, a huge, huge spot. Really close ball game, down to the wire. All of these have the potential to be right down to the wire kind of games. They're all going to be super exciting. So I'm excited about that. Which teams have the most to gain and the most to lose? Well, I mean, we're in November. Basically, every game is is do or die at this point, right? So let's, uh, let's look. Most to gain or most to lose? USC. You lose to Washington, and it's a, a home loss. You, um... You're looking at three losses, and you still got a, a tough schedule left. You still got Oregon. You still got UCLA. Yikes! Yikes for that. Uh, Washington at the on the same side. Like you don't want to lose this game, right? You still got some tough games as well. This is a big spot. Big spot. Uh, Missouri, most to gain here. They've already got one loss on the season, but they've only got one loss on the season. They're over under with six and a half. They've already hit it. Before we even get into November, they have already hit the over on their season win total. Missouri, they have the ability to win this game. Uh, And if they do, they will be in first place in the SEC East. I mean, that is kind of mind-blowing when you think about it, really. I mean, that that Tennessee-Georgia game, uh, 
in a couple of weeks could mean nothing. Of course, Missouri has to play Tennessee next week, but you get the point. This is a round robin is going to be pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. Uh, LSU and Bama, I, I mentioned the stakes. It's all the stakes. SEC West is up for grabs here. Uh, Troy, South Alabama, that is for the Sunbelt West. That's going to be a huge, huge spot. Uh, and then James Madison and Georgia State. I think that Georgia State might be James Madison's most difficult test left on the schedule. Georgia State, I think, can win uh, their division in the Sun Belt. That's a big game. That's a massive game. All right. Most likely underdog outright winners. LSU. Right? I mean, it's only three now, but it opened at four and a half. It was like six a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it's down to three. LSU still an underdog on the road. They could absolutely win this game. NC State is a four-point home dog to Miami. Who's Miami got on deck? Florida State next week. It's going to be a huge, huge game there. Uh, Georgia Tech against Virginia. I think they could absolutely win outright. I got Kansas State over Texas, potentially. Um, Georgia State over James Madison. Boston College. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, lots of Lots of potential close, tight, underdog, outright winners this weekend, I would imagine. Uh, and then finally, the G5 game of the week. Let's uh, let's take a look at that one. South Alabama and Troy, I believe, is the G5 game of the week. But there are others, right? Um, James Madison and Georgia State, I just mentioned that one. Army against Air Force, that one's always a lot of fun to watch. So you got to put it on a list like this. Georgia Southern and Texas State, I think that's going to be interesting. Very interesting. And uh, late night, you got Boise and Fresno. Pretty tight game. Pretty tight game. All right. Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Every week, where is ESPN's college game day going for week number 11? Last week, I thought they might go to Athens. Eh, they ended up going back to Tuscaloosa. And I don't blame them for that because that's a monster matchup, right? LSU and Alabama, that's always big. And when you got both of them really good, yeah, I think that's that's probably the spot to go. Next week, though, it's going to get very interesting. Michigan goes to Penn State. And that's the Fox big noon kick. It's a huge matchup. Penn State has not looked very good as of late. But the defense is still awesome. It's Michigan's first real test of the year. Uh, that could potentially be the landing spot. I've mentioned it multiple weeks in a row. They have not been to Athens yet. If Ole Miss beats Texas A&M and then Georgia beats Missouri, you're going to have a top 10 Ole Miss team going to Georgia. Can they afford not to go to that one? That, I mean, it's it's the league that they have tied themselves to financially, eh, we'll see. And then, of course, there is the ACC, who, you know, ESPN, ABC, they own the rights to basically all of uh, the ACC. You got Miami going to Florida State. If Miami pulls this off at NC State and Florida State wins against Pitt this week, that's going to be a huge matchup, probably the prime time game on ABC. That could be where they end up, in Tallahassee. Uh, Tennessee at Missouri. If Missouri were to knock off Georgia, that would be a massive spot. I don't remember the last time they went to Como. 
USC at Oregon is a potential. Utah at Washington. They were just at Washington. Um, and then Florida at LSU. I mean, maybe, like, Florida's got three losses. Eh, just, there's a lot of potential landing spots here. My guess is Michigan Penn State. But it will not shock me if they end up in Athens. Won't shock me if they end up in Athens at all. Okay, let's do this right quick. All these games cost a bunch of money. It costs a bunch of money to go to college football games these days. And same with NFL, college basketball is right around the corner, etc. Everything is getting more expensive, right? We have a way to uh, solve that issue. And you just go to Ticket Smarter. Dot com or use the Ticket Smarter mobile app, and uh, and you can save money. WCE10, that's WCE10, that's going to get you 10 bucks off an order of $100 or more, or WCE20, that's WCE20, it's going to get you 20 bucks off an order of $300 or more. It's very easy to do, and you can see it on the screen right now. WCE10 or WCE20, whew, you want to save money on these tickets. I know you want to go to these games. I know you want to go to concerts. Everything's expensive these days. But you can save some money. This ain't a one-time thing. This ain't new users sign up and use this code, and that's that's the only time you can do it. No, no, no. You can use that promo code as many times as you would like to. WCE10 or WCE20 are the promo codes. Think smarter. Ticket smarter. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. College football viewing guide for week number 10. Let's get into it. Lots to dive in on this one. We are going to start on Thursday night. Now, I know that there's games on Tuesday. Well, let's screw it. Let's just do Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to be watching Buffalo at Toledo. Toledo always blows a game like this. Let's see if they do it here. Toledo on ESPN2. I'm interested in that one. Uh, That's going to be on my main screen on Halloween evening. Wednesday, November 1st. Thank God we've got Maxion back. Oh, my goodness. Like, I love the midweek uh, COSA stuff. Maxion, though, is it just something feels right. Something feels right about Maxion. Uh, I want to see how gross Kent State at Akron can get. Because there is no part of me that wants to watch anything to do with Bowling Green. No offense, Bowling Green fans. It's nothing against your school. I just, Kent State and Akron has so much intrigue because, ugh, right? I mean, that's, that's going to be rough. Uh, Thursday night, 6.30 on ESPN2, I'm going to be watching South Alabama and Troy. Is Carter Bradley going to be back? What's up with that South Alabama defense? They got run on against Louisiana last week. Uh, Troy only had a like a 31% postgame win expectancy, even though they kind of blew out uh, whoever they play. Oh, Texas State last week? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think this is a fun rivalry game. I'm interested in that one. Uh, I am going to have on my other two screens, though, which, I mean, you've seen behind me. And here you can see again right there. I've got three screens behind me. So, lucky me. Uh, I am going to have Wake Forest at Duke on one of them because I just want to see what this Duke 
team looks like after a loss like that. Uh, two straight losses for the Duke Blue Devils. And, uh, and then TCU at Texas Tech. What are those two teams going to look like? Uh, very interested in that. I, I like TCU's new quarterback. Very interested in those. Moving on to Friday, uh, only really care about, well, I'll probably care about both games, but the, the main game, Colorado State at Wyoming, 7 p.m. Central Time on CBS Sports Network. I'm, uh, I'm curious. Like, is, are the wheels going to fall off for this Wyoming team? Can Colorado State bounce back because they, were, they had a bunch of hype in the offseason? So we'll, we'll see. Boston College at Syracuse, 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN2. Yeah, Boston College uh, has won, like, four straight. Like, they are, they, they are kind of rolling. Syracuse has lost four straight. This one is in what used to be known as the Carrier Dome. I'm, I'm going to continue to call it that. But, yeah, very uh, interesting. Very interesting there. All right, moving on to Saturday, and we hit the noon slate, right? 11 a.m. Central Time, God's Time Zone. On Fox, we got Kansas State at Texas. That's going to be on my main TV. I am super curious what this Longhorns team looks like here. Uh, Kansas State has kind of bullied everybody. I don't think they're going to be able to bully Texas, but I have been wrong before. So, on ESPN, same time, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Lane, Jimbo, Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, very curious. Very curious. Can Lane Kiffin put the nail in Jimbo's coffin? Uh, ABC, Notre Dame and Clemson. And I guarantee you when ABC got this game, when ESPN got this game, they were not expecting this to be one of their 11 a.m. games. Uh, alas, there's nothing that seems too interesting about it because Clemson now has four losses. Notre Dame already two losses, but they are still in the top 12. Uh Interested to see if Clemson bounces back or if this is just what this team is. I, I mean, who knows? There's other interesting ones. I, I'll probably have Arkansas at Florida on the iPad because I want to see what this Arkansas team looks like with a new offensive system, right? We've heard uh, Sam Pittman talk about how they want to speed the offense back up basically to what it was under Kendall Bryles because Enos had uh, slowed it down a little bit. But We'll see what the offense looks like against Florida. I'm, I'm curious there. Moving on to the 2.30 Central Time slot. And I'm going to have Missouri at Georgia. That CBS game right there. Uh, very, very interested in that one. You know, Missouri only one loss on the season. It was two LSU. Could have easily won the game. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to have Bedlam on one of my other screens. Oklahoma at Oklahoma State on ABC. Uh, that is the most expensive ticket to get into uh, this week. $429. That's the cheapest ticket. And then on ESPN2 at that same time, uh, I am going to have the James Madison at Georgia State game on. It's at Center Park Stadium in Atlanta. Yeah, the fact that you can get into that game for 16 bucks is awesome. <laughs> I just, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, moving along... We'll move to the evening slate now, and 6.45 p.m. on CBS, LSU at Alabama. That is going to be on my main screen, and yes, I am excited about that. Uh, 6.30 p.m. Central Time, God's Time Zone on uh, ABC, Washington at USC. Again, battle of incredible quarterbacks, battle of no defenses, perhaps. Very curious about that one. And uh, the ACC Network. I'm going to have it on one of my screens. 
I'm going to have Miami and NC State. I want to see what this Miami team looks like. They've uh, they've won two straight overtime games. Uh, yeah. Like, Virginia took them to overtime. But Virginia's look a lot better. I don't know. NC State finally got a win over Clemson at home. I don't know. I'm very curious about that one. So, yeah, that one's going to be on one of my screens. All right, next, uh, we'll move to the 10-30 slate. And uh, there's only... There's only a few games here, but my main screen, UCLA and Arizona. I have misread this Arizona team so badly, so badly this year. So I got to watch them and figure out what I was missing. Uh, I am going to have Boise at Fresno State. That's a 9 p.m. Central Time kickoff on CBS Sports Network. Curious about that one. And uh, Oregon State at Colorado. Uh, what does this Colorado offensive line look like after, you know, Dion decided to throw him under the bus. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. I guess we shall see. I guess we shall see. All right. We move ahead. We move ahead. And the most unlikely wins from week number nine, some of these are going to blow your freaking minds. They're going to blow your minds. Okay. Kansas got a win over Oklahoma. 38-33. They had a 31% post-game win expectancy. Whew. Georgia Tech got their win over North Carolina, 46-42. to They had a, a little bit better, 43.24% post-game win expectancy. Based on the stats, post-game win expectancy, by the way, is based on the stats. If you played this game 100 times or 100,000 times or whatever, how many times would you expect to win given the stats that you had in the game? So, uh, USC, 50-49 to 49 win over Cal. USC had a 20.5% post-game win expectancy. Just ridiculous. Uh, Penn State, they got a win, right? Over Indiana, 33-24. to 24. They had a 30% post-game win expectancy in that game. And, of course, they got Michigan coming up next week. So, what are they going to look like against Maryland? Uh, very curious. Arizona beat Oregon State. I was upset about this. I bet on Oregon State. I felt good about Oregon State throughout the entire ballgame. And the reason that I felt good about Oregon State throughout the whole ballgame is Arizona had a 23.36% postgame win expectancy at the end of that thing, even though they were up 27-17 to and gave up a late touchdown. The stats read otherwise. Uh, Fresno got a win over UNLV. 31 to 24 was the final score there. Fresno had a 19.21% postgame win expectancy. And then we got two others that we got to hit on. West Virginia, 41 to 28 winner over UCF, a 46.9% postgame win expectancy. Troy, blowout win over Texas State, 31 to 13. Troy only had a 14% postgame win expectancy. I went back and looked through and was interested. Just interested. That's, you know, I'm very, very curious on that. So, uh, let's pull up the betting lines. Let's take a look at uh, at what we got going on here. And we will start with the games for the midweek action. We cover the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday games on this Monday show. So, why not begin with, da, 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 with this right here. So... We'll start off on Tuesday. Write my times down. 
Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPNU. Central Michigan is a five and a half point underdog at home to Northern Illinois, and uh, the total is 45 and a half on this one. So let's go on and pull up the numbers here. I've got Northern Illinois full season by five and a half. Makes perfect sense. Northern Illinois, number 56 in PPA margin. Central Michigan, number 129. The Central Michigan defense is putrid. Terrible. Number 122 predicted points added per drive allowed. That is uh, rough. Very rough. Um, The best thing that Northern Illinois does on defense is stop the pass. Central Michigan does not pass the ball that much. Uh, Probably because they are not good at it. But they do like to run the ball. Uh, number 32 in rush rate in the country. Um, a lot of teams like to run on Northern Illinois because they can't stop it. Number 113 in rushing success rate allowed. Number 68 in PPA per rush. Uh, you scroll down, you look at more. You know, and these this is full season stats. Full season stats, I would have Northern Illinois favored by 5.4. But if we swap this thing over and you look over the last eh, last four weeks, uh, Northern Illinois is drastically better. Number seven in PPA margin in that time span. Central Michigan is number 106. Now, the Central Michigan defense has certainly gotten better, so let's take a look at that. Yeah, here's the problem right here. Number 81 in pass rate is Northern Illinois over the past uh, uh, four weeks. They don't throw the ball a bunch. They run it a ton. They're number 33 in rushing success rate. Uh, Central Michigan's defense is number 100 in rushing success allowed. And, of course, you look at uh, uh, PPA per rush. Central Michigan's defense, number 107. Northern Illinois, number 10 in that spot. Uh, Net explosiveness. I mean, Northern Illinois is number one in the country in net explosiveness over the last four weeks. Central Michigan is number 31, but it's because they're number 10 in explosive allowed. Northern Illinois does not have to... um, they don't have to have explosives here. I mean, it, you can see on the line of scrimmage, it drastically favors Northern Illinois. So, uh, let's make this one simple. I'll take Northern Illinois as a road favorite. At Typically, they're not very good at covering in these spots. But I'll take the Huskies. I'll take the Huskies minus the 5.5 in that one. We move ahead. And we are staying on Tuesday night. And this one, let's see. Make sure we get it to fit on the screen correctly. Uh, What's our time? There we go. All right, Buffalo at Toledo. Interesting Tuesday night game. We love Maxion. Why don't we talk about it? Uh, Buffalo is a 15.5-point underdog on the road. Total is 52 on this one. Let's pull up the numbers. These are the full season stats. There we go. We can fit it into the screen here. So, uh, Buffalo, good defense. Number 31 in PPA per drive on defense. Uh, Toledo, I mean, pretty good numbers across the board. Like Buffalo, number 87 PPA margin. Toledo is number 21. Uh, Full season, like Buffalo was not good to start things off. Just the offense was terrible. Number 129 in PPA per pass, which happens to be the thing that Toledo is best at defending on defense, right? Uh, you you see all these numbers. You see the five factors rank. You see just everything, and it all skews Toledo. 
But that number is interesting because if you flip it over to over the last four weeks, see which team is playing with the most momentum, etc. All of a sudden, you know, Buffalo isn't, they're not very good on offense still, but eh, number 14 in PPA margin. Toledo is number 22. Uh, that Toledo defense is not as good. The Toledo offense still playing really well. But, you know, you look at this. All of a sudden, Toledo's defense can't stop the run. Number 104 in PPA per rush allowed. Well, now Buffalo is number 61. And Buffalo realized, hey, we're pretty good at running the ball. So, why don't we just flip this thing around? So now they run the ball 52% of the time. Number 56 in the country in that. They're number 40 in rushing success rate. They're number 71 in rushing explosiveness. Well, Toledo's defense is number 114. Number 49 in stuff rate allowed. Uh, Toledo can't stuff anybody over the last, uh, like, four weeks. Number 131 in stuff rate. Like, I look at this, and Toledo certainly has a talent advantage, but this number sitting at 4.83... I'm going to take Buffalo. Like that's, I, I think that Buffalo has played pretty well. I'll take the Bulls here, uh, and I'll probably talk about this a little more on the BetUS College Football Show. So, pay attention to that one on Tuesday on Halloween. We got some uh, some surprises for Halloween, by the way. So, hopefully, you guys will tune in for that one. All right, we move to Wednesday. Ball State and Bowling Green. This one is at Bowling Green. Uh, 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPN2. And let's pull up the numbers here so that you can see what we're looking at. Ball State is currently a five-and-a-half-point road dog, a total of 39-and-a-half on this one. So not many points expected in the Maction game. And this one's tough, right? Bowling Green can't score, but neither can Ball State. Ball State's defense has just been atrocious. Uh, but it seems like Mike New and company have gotten things kind of turned around. They've gotten a little bit better. Uh, the line has come down from 6.5 down to 5.5 now, uh, partially because, I mean, should Bowling Green be favored by almost a touchdown against anybody? I mean, you know, are we really doing that? Uh, Bowling Green, number 84, PPA margin. Ball State, number 107. Uh, these are full season. This, I mean, Ball State, these numbers are... The, the numbers on defense certainly look a lot better now than they did. Uh, but, man, just rough. Uh, Bowling Green, at, this is the craziest turnover margin stat you will ever see. Number one in the country in takeaways per game. 2.5 takeaways per game, but they give the ball away two times a game. That's number 117 in the country. So the turnover margin, still pretty good. Number 27. But, I mean, yikes. Uh Typically, you're either good at both or good at... I mean, it's, you, you never see a discrepancy like that. I mean, that's that's wild. Uh, I I look at this... Let's look over the last four weeks. I think that's the big thing. Numbers didn't really change much, right? Like, Ball State has looked a little bit better. I'm going to take Ball State to cover the five and a half here. Uh, but, I mean, I don't feel great about it because I just... I still don't think that this Ball State offense is very good. Uh, but I just... I can't trust Bowling Green, Right? As a, as a big favorite. So if I'm, I mean, you see Ball State figured out, oh, we can't do anything except for run the ball. They're number 17 in rush rate over the last four weeks. Uh, yeah, number 34 in rushing success rate to number 120. Uh, yeah, 120. 
uh, they're number 24 in PPA per rush to number 90. Yeah. Like, I, I think I think Ball State's got a chance to win the game, so if you're giving me more than a field goal, more than four points, another key number, uh, that's what I'm going to have to take. So, yeah, I will take Ball State. Uh, in these MAC games, sometimes it feels like if you just take the underdog, you're going to end up doing pretty well. That's That's kind of what I'm thinking. All right, we move ahead. And we're staying on Wednesday. Kent State is going to Akron. And yikes on this one. Um, Kent State is a a three-and-a-half-point dog on the road. Uh, Total is 38-and-a-half on this one. It is at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPNU. Uh, Full season numbers have got Akron favored by 5.44 points here. But they did lose their quarterback and just all sorts. I mean, Kent State, number 133 PPA margin. I knew it was going to be bad. But this has just been a struggle to watch. I mean, it's just so bad. It's so bad. Um, There's Akron's defense, like that's been the surprise of the season for me. Their defense is number 48 in PPA uh, per drive. Like that's predicted points added per drive. Uh, But this is over the full season. Right, so let's look over the last four weeks. It got worse. It got worse. Number 126, PPA margin for Akron over the last four weeks. Kent State, number 123. Uh, Akron's defense is number 99, PPA per drive over the last four weeks. Uh, Kent State's is actually a little bit better. So, uh, you know, I... This is another one of those. It's just two bad teams, and you you can't really figure out who's got any kind of schematic advantage. I think that Akron has a coaching advantage. Do I think that that's worth four points? Perhaps. I mean, it certainly seems like it is with uh, New Mexico State and Jerry Kill, but this is just rough when you don't have the quarterback that you that you came into battle with. So, I yeah, I'm going with another dog here. Um and I don't feel great about it because I wanted good things for Akron this year. But I'm going to have to take the Zips. Not the Zips. The uh, the Golden Flashes. I'm going to have to take Kent State plus the three and a half just because I think at most this is probably a field goal game either way. And I'm getting a hook. I'll take Kent State. I know they've been bad. But I think they've actually been improved a little bit uh, over the past few weeks. So, certainly good. We move to Thursday. Texas Tech hosts TCU on Thursday night, 6 p.m. Central Time on FS1. And TCU right now, a three-point road dog in Lubbock. Total of 58.5 on that. Full season numbers have got TCU favored by 0.2 points. Now, this includes home field advantage, just so you see it. Um... Very interesting spot. Now, you you know I like looking at things like turnover margin, penalties per game. Turnover margin, TCU, uh, definitely a little bit of an advantage there, but, I mean, we're not talking much. And penalties per game, yeah, definitely Texas Tech's advantage. On offense, TCU has the advantage. On defense, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty tight. Number 50 and number 55, defensive PPA per drive. But again, this is full season. 
let's take a look at the last four weeks. And over the last four weeks, TCU, major advantage. Uh, you know, especially against the pass, right? Now, the issue is TCU can't really stop the run. Texas Tech is going to want to run the ball, at least I would imagine. Very curious. Very curious on this one. Uh, here's what I think. I think the Texas Tech runs a similar defense to what BYU runs, and Josh Hoover, the quarterback for uh, Texas Christian, excuse me, TCU, uh, I think that he is going to be able to eat up that defense. Is that worth that many points? Uh, it looks like Baron Morton might be playing here. I mean, this is a tough one. Like, I, I wouldn't actually bet this game. Uh, but I think that I would probably take TCU plus the three here. Just because I, Texas Tech has just been disappointing. And they've had so many injuries and all this kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. that's uh, I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm going to take another dog. Give me TCU plus the three on that one. Uh, yeah, that's the way I got to roll. way I got to roll with it. So, uh, we'll stay on Thursday. We will stay on Thursday. And let's uh, let's get some of these out of the way and make sure we got our numbers right. And what is our time? And I'm running behind, like usual. Thursday night, ACC action, 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. Wake Forest heads to Durham to take on the Duke Blue Devils. And, I mean, this is, this is a weird game. Weird game. Is Riley Leonard playing? Probably. But... I think Mitch Griffiths is coming back for Wake Forest, uh, or is already back. This Wake Forest team has not been good, especially on offense. Full season numbers here. I've got Duke favored by 16 and a half. Uh, man, I mean, Wake is number 128 in PPA per drive on offense. Their defense is is definitely better. It's what's kept them in games. Uh, but yikes. Uh, the thing that Duke likes to do the most Wake Forest is the best at defending, so running the ball. Uh, Wake Forest, number 23 in PPA per rush allowed. Uh, they're number 44 in rushing success rate allowed. On offense, that's where there's a problem. Wake Forest can't get points on the board, and, and they're number 117 in giveaways per game, so that's certainly not good. Uh, Wake is number 122 in points per scoring opportunity, so even when they do get down the field into scoring position, they don't score. Only three points per scoring opportunity, so any drive that they've gotten inside the opponent's 40-yard line, only three points. It's not good. It's not good. But that is over the full season. Let's take a look over the last four weeks. And suddenly, Duke is only favored by 9.28. Let's uh, pull up the full stats in case anybody wants to screenshot, etc. You can do that. Uh, 12.5 is a crazy number. Right? Total of 45, 12.5. Uh, Duke just lost like two monster games back to back and while I know Wake Forest offense has been putrid this season I think that they can hang around in this thing like Duke isn't looking to blow anybody out they are just looking to get a win this weekend I think they can do that um yeah Wake Forest is just not I don't I don't see any real way for the for them to to do that because their offense is so bad but the Duke offense has been so bad part of that might be competition etc 
I mean, both of these teams played Florida State in the past couple of weeks. Duke certainly had a better showing. Uh, so I think Duke is going to win the game, but I will take Wake Forest to cover the 12-and-a-half on this one. And, boy, you can tell it is November, or getting into November, when I have taken, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five out of six underdogs. Absolutely wild. All right, last game on the docket. Let's write the time down, and then we have got to get out of here. Thursday night, ESPN 2, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Troy hosts South Alabama, and this is for the Sun Belt West. Let's take a look. The numbers have Troy favored by .7 points. So, 23.24 to 22.53. Power rating has Troy by 1.13, so 1.14. Number 22 in PPA margin against number 26. Carter Bradley got banged up at the end of the Louisiana game for South Alabama. Here is the biggest difference in this game. Number 84 in turnover margin for South Alabama. Number 44 for Troy. Uh, USA is number two, uh, 102 excuse me, in giveaways per game. Troy is number 91. South Alabama, however, generates way fewer takeaways per game, number 50, uh, compared to Troy, who generates uh, number 18 at 1.88 takeaways per game. Um, The South Alabama offense against the Troy defense is going to be interesting to watch. On the other side, the South Alabama defense is really good, but when their offense gives the ball away, they can sometimes fold up a little bit. Uh... Number 81 in defensive explosiveness allowed is South Alabama. Let's look at the uh, the last four weeks on this one. And Troy is favored by 3.71. Uh, net explosiveness, number 13 over the last four weeks. And Troy, number 20. Yeah, this is, this is going to be interesting. Right? Uh, the five factors rank, along with talent, certainly favors Troy. Six and a half feels like way too many points, but we don't know if Carter Bradley's playing. Eh. Here, I'll put this up here in case anybody wants to screenshot, etc. Um, I will take South Alabama because I think that their defense is going to show up here, but I don't know if that's enough for them to win the game. Right? So this the line is five and a half. I'll take South Alabama plus five and a half. It's a total of 45 and a half. I, I want to know what you guys think. Toss it in the comments. Let me, let me know your thoughts here because I, I'm going to take South Alabama plus the five and a half because it feels like it's too many points, uh, but that's not knowing whether or not the quarterback is going to play for the Jags. So we shall see. So uh, here is here's our little recap on this. Uh, for the midweek games. Taking Northern Illinois, minus 5.5. Taking Buffalo, plus 15.5. Ball State, plus 5.5. Kent State, plus 3.5. TCU, plus 3. Wake Forest, plus 12.5. And and South Alabama, plus 5.5. That is going to wrap things up. Do not forget about the BetUS College Football Show every Tuesday and Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Halloween. We are going to have some fun 
think we're going to be dressed up. There's going to be some surprises, so make sure that you are joined in on Tuesday, and we've got a bunch of just massive games uh, that we're going to be talking about over there. So there's a link in the description. Make sure that you get subscribed over there as well as subscribed right here on Winning Cures Everything. Uh, We certainly appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much for that. Don't forget about Three Dog Thursday later this week on this channel, 2 p.m. Central Time on Thursday. And uh, and I will be back along with my uh, my against the spread picks on like 20 games later on in the week. So make sure that you tune back in for that. Uh, let's see. Buymeacoffee.com slash winning cures. Telegram. Get my plays. All that good stuff. Telegram is t.me slash WCE. And... Oh, yeah, follow me on all the socials. Links are in the description. You guys know what to do. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining. Thank you for all everything. It's a little hectic. It's getting into November. We're getting into the good time of year for football. I hope you're all ready. I hope you're all ready. With that said, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. God bless college football. And hopefully, hopefully, all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for listening to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure and follow me on Twitter, at GaryWCE. If you want to toss in a question, you can email me, Gary, at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure and hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time.